Hello, 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 and welcome back. We're back. <laughs> Season two, we are here. <laughs> <laughs> On the sofa with Sisu, we are here. Season two, and it is lit. I tell you. Lit. And this is episode number one of season number two. And guess what, people? We have our friends here. Uh, so it's on the sofa with Sisu and friends. And we have Tasha Smith. Oh, Barrett. 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 Tasha Barrett. We have Smith. Hayley Smith. Woo! And we have Samantha Gasson. Oh, Join yeah. us for a conversation like no other. Episode number one, season two. Get into it. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm looking forward to the weekend of doing nothing. Oh, yes, me yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although I say that, and then I have about 20 million things on my to-do list by the morning. Well, you need to learn how to just keep it clear, keep it clean. I can't, you know, I can't. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know me. I know you. How was your week? Mm. Yeah, it's been a really good week. Had a nice week. We've had a few client meetings. One in particular I'm very excited about. But, you know, mum's she, the word. Do share. Who, I want to know who the client meeting is. She had the client meeting with. Oh, my gosh, I can't. Mum's the word. Signed an NDA, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you killed um, me. On top of that, it was it was my baby brother's sweet 16 yesterday. Uh, he's not your baby brother anymore. He is not my baby brother anymore. He certainly doesn't think he's my baby brother anymore. He thinks he's a man, which is hilarious. Because he's definitely not. But, um, yeah, no, so it's been a nice week. Yeah, good week. You? Um, I don't even know what I've done this week. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't Every think. time I speak to you, you're like, I don't know what I've done. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing, what I'm do- where I am. But I know that I've been doing a lot of work around mental health, first, mental health awareness week. I can't ever say it properly. But obviously that's starting on the 15th of May, running to the end of the week, which is the 21st of May. Um, and this year, the theme is anxiety. So I've done a lot of work with Tel Bay around anxiety, stress management. Um, had some great conversations with Nick, our CEO, and Harry, our mental health first aid consultant um, from Corin & Co. So that was really cool. Lovely. And I had this incredible meeting with this gentleman called Lee from Change Please. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. I think I feel like you're the one that told me about it. Yeah, the coffee place. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they sell the coffee at the David Lloyd. And it's like my favourite coffee. Oh. Change, please. One good thing about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I knew I'd heard of them before. Yeah, I said to you, they do su- they've got a, such a good initiative. But yeah, tell us tell us about the meeting. I love them, so I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, piece. so... I connected this guy on LinkedIn, um, Lee, who um, does a lot of work within the LGBT community and educating businesses around that space. And I just thought when we were talking about our event and potentially looking for speakers, <laughs> we're not talking about the event anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, when we are looking for speakers and stuff, that he might potentially be a good person to connect with. Mm. So I connected with him and then he was like, actually, we want to talk to you about Change Please, which is separate to what his business his business that he runs. He works there as a consultant, EDI consultant, helping yeah. them connect with businesses. That's so cool. he wanted to talk to me about some stuff with Tel Bay, but also with Sisu. 
Um, so yeah, we just had a really amazing conversation. I didn't know that they had actual coffee shops. Yeah. Um, and they have just opened a coffee shop in Regent Square, and they've got one in Victoria as well, and they've got a couple of dotted other in other places. But the whole process of what they do is amazing, and obviously they're trying to get people off the streets, people that are in poor housing conditions, into businesses by training them as trained bar skilled baristas um, and giving them the skills to go into work. And you know me, I love that kind of like connecting people to work. So we're hopefully going to work with them at Turtle Bay. And I said to him, like, obviously we're building a, a hub um, coming soon. Um, and I said it would be a great opportunity for us to connect around that and connecting some of our clients with him because people always ask what what who can we work with to to get more diverse people mm. into our business? And people always go, their go-to is always diversity jobs, but that's not actually the right thing to do, so. No, it's an incredible initiative. And um, yeah, if you get the chance, do check them out because they are, they are brilliant. And that's, I love things like that. Mm. You know me, like anything that's, you know, helping rough sleepers or people who've come out of prison, oh you know, rehabilitation, yeah. anything like that is just, that's the right way to go, you yeah. know, rehabilitating people and helping people get into a, a more beneficial way of life. Yeah, so that was a very, like, uplifting conversation and I thought that was a really good connection to make for us and for the world. One hunter. So, <laughs> let's introduce. <laughs> okay, so obviously, new season. New season! To, to kickstart the new season, we have three very very VIPs, <laughs> whom are extremely dear and close friends of both Ology Day and I. These people have been in our lives since we were teens. They have seen the ups, the downs, the sideways. Over the years, we have schooled together, partied together, holidayed together, cried, laughed, argued, <laughs> and saved one another. <laughs> there is nothing that we have not been through. They have been here from day one of Cece's birth and they continue to support us in varying ways. They are avid listeners of the podcast, aren't you ladies? Yes. And <laughs> so it was only right to have them here to get an insight into their own opinions on the whole pie. So we have with us today Natasha Smith, who is a senior buyer for Coast. Hayley Smith, who is her younger sister who is the <laughs> digital channel manager at Lyle and Scott and Samantha Gasson who is the chief people officer at EC1. Welcome ladies and thank you for being here. Hello. 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 It's lovely to be here. Clickies. <laughs> Can I just say Chris is not going to be happy you calling me a Natasha Smith. <laughs> you just unmarried her. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was, I was, I love you. Correction: It is Natasha Barrett, Barrett Smith because Barrett, she is yeah. actually married now. <laughs> A long time as well. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when they're Older together, married. you always think of you both as. I still, yes. call, I still call all I still, of you by your maiden name. I call names. Sam Don. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was waiting for the Sam. I was waiting for the Sam Don. Sorry, Dommy, Dommy, Dommy. I think it's actually quite nice if your friends still call you your maiden name, what they knew you as. It's like you know, it's a bit of your. Yeah, it's a bit of you. Like, bit of you, yeah. yeah, yeah I didn't change my name for ages yeah, for that reason. Yeah, very much so. Do we have an eyeliner an icebreaker? Oh my gosh, we didn't put an icebreaker in. What's an icebreaker? <laughs> <laughs> 
So basically, well, normally we'll be like, oh, we'll do an icebreaker. Like, oh, you know, where where do you? Oh, you question. Got, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I've... where would you where would you be anywhere in the world if you had like time and money was no object? That was one of our previous ones. Or like, no, would you live on the moon or would you live under the sea? Yeah, that was one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, let's just do what's your guilty pleasure again. Oh, I quite like it. What's your pleasure? Oh, what's your guilty pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> what's your guilty pleasure? That's the thing, when you're on the spot, it's a bit like, uh, I can't Well, no, I, I, I'll say Jack Grealish, but it's not very, it's not, I don't think it's guilty. Is that a guilty I'm very pleasure? out there with what it. What do you mean? It's, how's he your guilty pleasure? Do you sleep with him? Well, no, I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're listening, Jack. I feel like a lots of people but do like You know, Jack like sometimes Grealish. when you're a woman of a certain age, <laughs> you get called sad if you like a young footballer. Do you mean cougar? Cougar, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely sad. <laughs> So Jack Jack Grealish Jack is Grealish. your guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah. Ooh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so random. What's yours, Sam or Tash? I don't know. You've put me on the spot. The only thing that's coming to mind, and it's because it's all I can think about, <laughs> oh is McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a guilty pleasure. I mean, considering no one seems to like it in the yeah. room apart from me, that and also the regularity in which you consume it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how often do you have a McDonald's? Every week. Well, I, w- I, yeah. I weekly? No, not weekly. You if I could, yeah, if I could, I would have yeah. it weekly. Really? I, like yeah, I, I heard someone today said they had a takeout four times a week, and I was like, whoa. That is a lot. And, and that per- yeah, person wasn't big or anything. No, I have definitely like, done that in a week. No, I wouldn't do it every week. As well, how could you afford four takeaways a week? Takeaways can be fairly healthy this day and age, though. That's not like the old like. Yeah, I suppose when I get a takeaway, I suppose when I get a takeaway, it's it's a fucking takeaway. Yeah, I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) It's a takeaway. I think takeaways are actually quite disappointing. I think it's the idea of it is fun and exciting. Whenever you eat it, I don't. I don't find McDonald's as a takeaway. I don't think McDonald's is like a takeaway. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh my gosh! Has no what? nutritional when got, content when apart I lost from the lettuce. In my TikTok hole. Oh my god! So funny. I Louisa had... is hooked on TikTok. Everyone. No, oh no, that's <laughs> why I deleted it. Oliver <laughs> Day sent me a video, and I found myself I'm lost tell in a video. Please. No, and I found myself <laughs> lost in a rabbit hole for an hour and a half. Oh, it's what I mean. You lose time. Anyway. Basically, back to the subject. I fa- I came across this TikTok of one of the Geordie Shaw lot uh, making a loaded McDonald's fries. So basically, she'd ordered a load of sh- McDonald's stuff like burgers, yeah, and it was fries with like burgers ripped on top, uh, chicken selects ripped on top, chicken nuggets, mozzarella sticks. It was all on top of the fries. Oh, that and then sounds. Put in the- that sounds. Disgusting. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like I had the shits just <laughs> watching it. <laughs> uh, that would be nice at four o'clock in the morning. Burger. What? Just a basic, just a basic yeah. chicken sandwich for me, please. That's enough. I do love a double cheeseburger. Come and Tash, what's your guilty pleasure? Do you know what? All I can think of, and I feel like it's really controversial because who it's linked to, Ooh. but it's just being a massive Harry Potter fan. Oh, that is my guilty pleasure. Like I could watch Harry Potter back to back constantly. Yeah. Do you watch it regularly? If yes. it's on, I'll watch it. Oh. And usually, if me and Chris have got nothing to watch, we'll actually just put Harry Potter on. Really? I'll be devastated. And you've read if all Nancy the books. Like it. <laughs> yeah. I've read the books about four times. Like, I, I, love I, it. Do, I, I listen, really do I, love it. I have yeah. a Harry Potter one. Sister. I love it. It is a Bloody good mm. book. <laughs> Series. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm here for that guilty pleasure. My guilty pleasure is, is more of a self-care thing, but my guilty pleasure is definitely my nails. I've realised that this week of not having my nails on has made me feel like a lost soul. 
Oh gosh, I haven't had any on for about four weeks now and I feel like when I see people and theirs look nice I think like I went on a work trip recently and all the girls went out for dinner and they all had their nails done and I found myself sitting there like oh, yeah you got the shame that's me at the wedding I was actually like this thinking nail shame nail shame yeah I literally just sitting there and I was like I am not on my game no I get that this makes you feel nice doesn't it that's why yeah it does it makes my hands look nicer you haven't you've got good nails they're very masculine now no, but I think <laughs> <you've got laughs> and obviously, you know, I am. Um, no, but you've I got good nails. I a new design for you earlier. I'll send that. I'll WhatsApp that over to you later. My natural nails. Yeah, your yeah, natural, my natural nails, nails are nice. Are really good, actually. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and Louisa, what's your guilty pleasure? I thought I already did mine. Yeah, you said. What was your, what was yours? Oh no, that was the one before <laughs> Paul Rudd. Can't have that again, can no. I? No. Oh, so I love a bit of Paul Rudd. <laughs> the guy that was in uh, Dark Hair. Yeah, and yeah. he's been in like... The one that's Ant-Man. He's, yeah. 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 <laughs> he's so not my type, but he is, he's just got an air of sexiness about him that I just... You need a different guilty pleasure, sorry. That was your other one. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Cleaning. I don't feel like that is a guilt, Guilty though. pleasure, that's, no. No, I'm, I love that, and it makes... Everything's sparkly and the energy's better mm. and it makes people happy. Necessity, necessity. It's therapeutic. Okay, we'll move on. Yeah. You don't have one. No more guilty pleasures, just Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's so nice to have you all on the on the show today. I'm very excited about getting into the conversation. Before we do, let us do our word on the street. <laughs> What's the word on the street? Word on the street, word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street, word on the street. Uh, right, do you want to go first? Yeah, okay. So, my word on the street is, I'm going to read it out for y'all. Adidas has decided to sell some of the trainers and other products it made with rapper Kanye West and donate some of the proceeds to charity, which is a little bit misleading, I feel like, that subtitle, because when you get further into the uh, article, it actually they actually say... Uh, where is it? Adidas has about 1.2 billion euros worth of Yeezy shoes sitting in storage. So the firm have decided to sell some of the merchandise instead of donating it because it did not want to see the products reach the market indirectly. But then they go on to say, they decided to what? Sorry, sell them. sell some sell of the products. Them. But yeah. then they go on to say it would hurt its operating profit by 500 million this year. So it's kind of conflicting for me because why are they doing it? Are they making any money out of it yeah. to, to kind of offset the loss, or are they giving it to charity, or is it both? Because it's really not very clear in here. But the the sort of indication is that they're just doing it for charity, but I don't think that's the truth. No, that reads to me that they need to sell them yes. to make the money, Which but they to do. make it themselves yeah. not look guilty. I suppose perception. They're going to send it to charity. Yeah. Give some to charity. I think they're going to give some to charity, is what they're going to probably do, isn't it? But it's also yeah. the perception Kanye of still making money off it, by the way, as well. Yeah, oh, what's really? They want to look, like, yeah. they're, they're they're look yeah. like they're doing something good. They should yeah. throw it all away. They should just chuck it off. But then it's a huge loss to the business, isn't it? Because if you burn it, then you're offsetting a lot of... Sustainability-wise, that's not right to do. You're offsetting a lot of gases. Yeah, that's bad for the planet. So we don't want to burn it. But they could give it away, though. Yeah, they could give it to charity. They could recycle it, though, because you could actually recycle elements of it and then use. But I think for them, as a brand, that kind of money is not... It's a huge loss, could be catastrophic. That's massive. 
they were really, really stupid because actually it goes back to their brand values. Yeah. That wasn't their brand. That w- he wasn't uh, mm. really, when you look at it, it was about, you know, having the biggest audience. It didn't align with their brand values. They've gone off and done no. something because it was going to make the money and, yeah. and get, you know, huge followers, et cetera, et cetera. And it backfired. And it backfired. And it did but get them that money... They had a massive profit yeah. turn and this is the first year that they've had a loss since they cut Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah, and, and actually, to have that in a business, well, actually, that could be what makes and breaks a business. So, yeah. actually, from a complete monetary value, they've got to do something to, you know, regain that loss. But actually, yeah, don't throw charity into it because it makes it really quite unauthentic. Just be and honest. they actually could run into problems again. Well, well someone could yeah. ask them, "What charity, by the way, did you give the money to?" And how yeah, much exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure that there is money yeah, going I think to they, charity. Yeah, I do think they're doing that. But it's just the way that the, the way narrative and the way mm. they're communicating it is making people think that they're doing something like you know that's yeah. completely selfless, and it's not. Yeah, it's not selfless, but. It, you know, it has to be done. It's business at the end of the day. But also people are more savvy now, aren't they? Like that whole PR thing, that sort of PR yeah. stunt 10 yeah. years ago in, in any industry fashion used to work, whereas I think now it doesn't. People read th- read through that straight away. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, 100%. People are more woke. Yeah, I just feel like people are going to hold them more accountable. Like they should be careful what they say and how they say it because people are watching. Yeah. Got, would, you, would you <laughs> want a pair of Yeezys? No. I've never wanted any of them. I don't. I fucking <laughs> do. I have I wanted a pair. I, 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 I would like. I, never I would got like it. some. <laughs> <laughs> what, cha- what charity are they going to? <laughs> if they're sending it to a charity shop, my um, address is twenty. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> let me know. No, but I've never. I don't know. It's not fair. I've never is really it? been into them. No, I never no, got. I them. really like the. Uh, I would do really like the slides. I had the original Yeezys. Do a lot of people still wear them? Yeah. 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 How much there's such a high demand for it? What's what they're saying that, that people are selling stuff on I don't know whatever e- eBay Depop whatever the things are these days that people sell clothes on. There's a huge demand still for the collaborative pieces. Really? Yeah. So what have become like collectors' items? I don't know if it's collectors' items per se, but people still want to mm. buy it. But people still want the collab. Do you know what though? I don't honestly believe there's that many people that will stand if they've got strong views on it when they could actually see there is something there that they want mm. Mm. you almost convince yourself well i'm buying it because it's all right because of this so it will still sell yeah it will. they will still make money yeah. from it people, people always want justify it. Yeah, their what, why they buy things in certain yeah. places yeah always have always will yeah indeed yeah so without throwing a spanner into the works <laughs> i'm just gonna do a follow-up on uh, a word on the street that we had a couple of weeks ago about the gollywogs. Oh. <laughs> I, do you know what? I'm really glad you're doing this because I listened to this one this morning and I, ha- I had to get out of the car to go to work and I was like, oh, because like, I didn't know the background of it at all and I was very like literally asking questions as you like, why is it offensive? What is it? And then you were talking about it. So I'm, I'm here for this. So follow up. <laughs> yeah, follow up. I like a good follow up. But you know what? The, the man on the ground is Put good you at... you out of your misery, people. He is good at follow ups. He literally was the one that was like, follow up. Amazing. Well done, man on the ground. Man on the ground. Um, so an Essex pub that refused to remove its display of gollywog dolls has closed after Heineken, Carlsberg and, and a maintenance firm refused to work with them. Essex police officers confiscated the gollywog dolls on February the 24th from the White Hart Inn in Grays in Essex following an allegation of hate crime. The police action was prompted by a report they received that someone had been racially harassed, alarmed or distressed by the doll's presence. The dolls are widely recognised as racial as racially insensitive depictions of black people. 
The White Hart Inn's leasehold made the decision, leaseholders, sorry, made the decision to shut down its operations following a mounting backlash over the incident. And I'm very happy that they've been closed down. I'm just saying. Did you do your research after? Because you said you was going to do your research. I have been talking to people. I haven't done my own research. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what happened? So that someone saw that they had some, uh, I don't know. A, a Did you not listen to the episode? No. No, I didn't listen to that so basically, some, uh, they've, a lot of reports have come in that this pub had gollywog dolls hanging up. In so the, people on were their, reporting their, it. People had reported it a few times. Camera. No, that did, it didn't say that people had reported no, it a few they, times. Yeah. There was one lady who was distressed about the fact that there was gollywogs up in the pub and they refused to take them down. So they actually like had them there like actually on display like they some kind of prop. Yeah, they said they it was to do like, with their, um, back, their heritage or their, they'd been their given history them or whatever. stuff, didn't they? No. Yeah. Yeah. They'd been given them. And they had said that they were going to keep it up, basically, and they just refused to take it down. So um, they get... The, and now they've and, lost that whole business. They've, they've lost I mean, that's whole insane. Just, and that's what we said. It's actually more about the, empathetic, the empathy side of yeah. it. Like, they should have just taken them down. Well, yeah. The, I mean, to have them up in display anyway, like, it's not the 1940s. But my, my point of view on this was that where they actually come from yeah. And, yeah. and what that's all about and yeah. that people need to understand the background of things before you mm. start to build mm. opinions and um, points of view on on something that was never intended to be racist. Yeah, because yeah. that's my thing with it. I know they are offensive. I know it is seen as racist, but I didn't understand why. Yeah. And then listening to your podcast and explained it i found that really interesting where like you say where it did originate from yeah and how something got completely turned around by people's views and, and Over wh- however years, it, yeah. it was yeah. made that it is now something seen as quite dark and sinister when it wasn't it mm. wasn't that's where it's come from but yeah and no, i found that really interesting i didn't know that the history behind it no. other than it being a racial mm. so it was quite it is quite interesting to always know more about it but as lou said it's the fact that if someone's distressed and alarmed or unhappy about something you would especially a customer when you when you're when you own a, yeah. something within the pub and you're inviting public is in a public space yeah. yes exactly you know it's like getting a complaint when you're in a shop or i don't know it's like yeah like getting a complaint and being like oh, oh no i'm not going to change that yeah, like, yeah. yeah if someone doesn't that. if someone doesn't like something and mm. you're and you're they're paying for something you yeah. like, oh, okay let me try and change let me it. try and make you happy so it's really strange yeah. that they didn't do that mm. well yeah. they've lost the license and lost That's their pub and their yeah. Yeah. all so. the companies yeah. it can't out. just be because of one person though i'll can see it? you at tesco they must have done more <laughs> see you at tesco <laughs> Um, so my actual but fair play to you know some of the the, mm. the people who uh, reported it or the companies no, that the pulled companies out that, no yeah. the companies yeah. that pulled out yeah. they're actually making a stand against yeah go Heineken Carlsberg um, for, for pulling out but I need, to, I need to do more research and make sure you actually are doing the right thing <laughs> but for now, but for now, for now we'll that's you. just because they hadn't paid just, their bills just a caveat because sometimes you say these things and then all of a sudden it comes out in the news and Heineken are fucking racist so yeah let's just be careful what we say but my actual they're not or we don't know that they are by the way just, <laughs> we don't know anything about Heineken's no, but Heineken, if you need our help, we are here for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, my actual news I actually wanted to go dive into, sorry, was and I know I know I always bring two news items like, recently, and I really apologise. I know. I, just I all right. To... If we go an hour and a half, everybody, you know whose fault it is. <laughs> <laughs> just cut that bit out. So. <laughs> 
or just fast forward. You know, there's now a lovely button on Spotify. Oh, yeah, 1515. Yeah, it's great if you just want to skip something. Um, so, so the headline is on BBC, it says, firms told to cut down on alcohol at work parties, which I, as a headline, I was like, what? So businesses are... <laughs> we don't throw work parties. <laughs> we do for us too. For the two of us, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Businesses are urged to limit the amount of alcohol served at work social events in order to prevent people from acting inappropriately towards others. Um, so the warning from the Chartered Management Institute comes as it releases a new poll suggesting a third of managers have seen harassment or inappropriate behaviour at parties. Women were more likely than men to say they'd witnessed this behaviour. Um, and the article goes on just to talk about how there's been an increase in sexual harassment claims at work um, and how it's managers' responsibility. Um, and the CMI, who's a professional body, focuses around, you know, has, has sorry, done a survey around leadership and has surveyed a thousand managers to get the feedback and they've made the decision that they think this is what needs to happen moving forward. What are your thoughts? I... What I a actually, shame. I, I have quite a lot to say about this because um, the company I work for is... Boozy. A boozy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we toned it down slightly. I've enjoyed I many a social. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's always invited. Um, but no, we, we're quite re renowned for, you know, socialising, mm. offering alcohol um, and... There's definitely been some time. Uh, I think over the last two years, it's become more apparent that, first of all, not everyone drinks. Mm. Um, second of all, some people can't control their alcohol and some things do get out of control. But the thing is, I to be told by a governing body or you know someone who doesn't know your company or your culture of what you can and can't provide your team to make them you know, feel, I don't know, wanted and you know we all you know our team will say to us oh can we have a group night out can we have a team night out so yeah. we can kind of hang out together socially i'm not saying you need alcohol to be sociable yeah but mm. some people do yeah mm. some yeah. people do some people need that glass of wine to unwind after work yeah and if they want to have 10 glasses of wine they have 10 glasses of wine and i've had a few situations happen and I've had to pull people up about their behaviour, but I pull the single person up. I say, yeah. right, that is, you You were wrong to do that. So as a suggestion from me to you, mm. as an adult, maybe next time, don't do the shots. Or maybe yeah. next time, don't have the wine if that kind of sends you to that place that makes you, I don't know, a bit aggressive or something else. So a I, bit emotional. I just, think, I just think it really has to be the individual who's drinking alcohol as opposed to the company providing it mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like when you know one kid does something wrong in class and then you punish the whole class yeah that's yeah, not yeah. fair yeah i don't know i mean i think i'm in the middle i'm mean, literally i'm in the middle today but <laughs> i feel like i'm in i'm in the middle like You're i feel like on the fence with everything i'm not on the fence i'm basically i can see it from the point of view that you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't penalize everyone but i also see it from the point of view where i am a well-being partner in a business and I have seen the effects that alcohol has on people. And a lot of people have come, in, 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 for instance, in, at one of the companies that I've seen this happen at, a lot of people now recently said, I think we should do less events with alcohol. Oh, the, yeah, the teams are asking for it. 100%. Like, well, that, exactly. So that's individualised, isn't it? So your teams are asking for less events. No, less alcohol. Them. Sorry. 
right, less alcohol at the events. And then you got some teams who are asking for more alcohol <laughs> at the events. <laughs> so so it's, it's choice. But it's a duty of care, isn't it? As well, a, companies got a duty of care. That's the thing. Like, as soon as you people walk through the doors, they are in your care. Yeah. As a as as a business, so if you are promoting drinking at an event, and that your work social is all about is all focused around drinking, is that the best choice? For Why you do you business? have to promote it though? Why can't it just but be also, available? I was about to say you're not promoting drinking; promoting you're promoting socialising. It's like, Although it's like providing yeah. people with loads of food. Are we providing yeah. people yeah, are we, to become are obese? Are we promoting yeah. obesity? I actually think it doesn't really. I think... <laughs> you've, got two of us, you've got two of us now. I oh, actually Jesus. think, once again, though, we missed, we missed the point. So, we right, it's a bit like, kind of like, oh, well, you know girls are going you know girls have to not wear certain things mm. or don't put yourself in this situation no actually no means no so if the route you know these people are sexually harassing work colleagues look at the look at those that, people because yeah. that's, that's not an appropriate yeah. Yeah. behavior Very with true. alcohol or without Very but true. so even if you take all of the alcohol out of the whole world if people are still sexually harassing people yeah. Yeah, that what? is not right mm. 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 But I do think yeah, there I is a duty. There is a when that's the duty of care of the company to say, oh, we've um we've had lots of complaints about people being sexually harassed, so we'll take the alcohol yeah. out. Okay, fine. That could be seen as duty of care. No, let's go and talk to these people. Well, I don't think the I don't think the what they're saying is not to take alcohol out. They're saying to cut down on the amount of yeah, alcohol. Yeah, and I do think but I'm thinking. I also yeah, just going back to because obviously we have done a lot of things. I'm a lot too. Like, ask me two years ago, I would have been like, biggest tab, anyone have whatever they want. Now, mm. I am a lot more aware because you do read things like people leaving a work party and falling on the train tracks. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, and you think, oh my gosh, God forbid that happened. Yeah. And then you would be like, I provided an unlimited bar tab. So I think now people are a lot more, well, employers are a lot more aware. Of the, reper- of the repercussions of potentially providing too much alcohol. But I do think ultimately, you know, we're not employing teenagers, 13-year-olds. No. Responsible. But then no, most, but a lot of people are not adult. responsible you're now, an adult. are they? No, because you always think this, but not everyone is at the same mental... Yeah capacity or space that, that you and I are like with some people are stupid yeah some people that, don't have common sense if but some people, people are experiencing 18 year olds yeah that's true some people are experiencing different things that are going on at home as well that has an impact on their um want or or need to I don't know self-medicate if you yeah. like yeah and yeah. obviously that is a danger in itself. So do we think that maybe actually having a, some regulations just around the amount of alcohol that's served at after-work events could be useful? I mean, I, I think that you can... You, no. I think it's something... <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I think that, like... I think so it's if you're going to a bar, bar and you said, oh, right, okay, we've got a £500 bar tab... Everyone's allowed to spend twenty five pounds each. Or do you know you have tokens like or whatever? Yeah, we've yeah. definitely tokens. been in a couple yeah, we've years done where yeah, you only allowed two. You only allowed yeah. three or we've four tokens. tokens. You can regulate it in that kind yeah. of way, and then, but you know, at the end of the day, if somebody wants to drink, they're still going to continue yeah. to drink. I do. I can't. I do kind of get what they're saying. Like, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I do think, especially like the industry we're in. Yeah. There are certain stories that are infamous about mm. certain parties that have happened at companies, and like everybody, the, the whole industry knows about it. 
because of how much drink there was and stuff. And I think there is a tendency yeah. you get to a, a party. And I'd say, I get what you're saying, your, your thing, but because you're a smaller business, I think I'm thinking of it on a larger well, scale. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's of it hundreds of you at these parties. Yeah. And it becomes almost wild. Yeah. People do lose control. Yeah. It does get a little yeah. bit like It actually gets crazy. quite scary. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only ever worked for big, I've only <laughs> ever worked for big organisations, so I've only ever done yeah. parties on a ridiculous yeah. scale. Yeah. And yeah. it gets to a certain point at night and you start to see yeah. the... The, the creepy people lurking yeah. in the corners. <laughs> yeah. You start yeah. to see people falling people over. Control. And like, yeah, and, mm. it's, and it gets scary. And you I, got yeah. Barbara in HR and she's been sick, well, in, that, sick in an ambulance. Yeah. Is, yeah. Like, the last, one of the last parties that I had to go like attend as an employee, I had to, I had to make sure that I was in charge of looking after people when they yeah. got to a point of yeah. like, no return. And I was just <laughs> like, this is just... Why do we do this? Like, mm. Why do we have yeah. to give them this much alcohol and then we have to then look after them? Like, yeah. It just seems so counterintuitive and also just a waste of my time. Yeah. So I just that's why I'm yeah, like, no, I feel like there needs to be, especially for bigger companies, you do see some Kate, way of regulating. You do see, Kate, or you hear stories, or you've seen, again, you've seen it yourself at parties where there is suddenly someone that is maybe in a little bit of a position of power that yeah. suddenly is preying mm, on the younger yeah. people. Yeah. 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 And at the time, you all sort of joke, like, oh, what's that perv up to? Or yeah. I knew he was going to do that. But when you in the, the light of day, when you're sober and you think about it, you're like, that wasn't on. Yeah, it's That's yeah. not right. right. He's a married yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. a 20 year old girl or something like that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. But it yeah. is, you know, but do you so not I, I kind of do get it. Do you not think it comes down, to, especially in bigger organisations, that should come under their own policies? Rather yeah. than having yeah. like, because house yeah. is going to be, and I and I and I do think. Yeah, but then that should have been the thing. Then shouldn't business should businesses just have, business have a, a policy, a policy an for their own, poli- an alcohol their policy own for alcohol their own policy. business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I, but it doesn't need to be regulated by a governing body or anything. And how could it be regulated you know? anyway? I mean, I don't well, know how they would regulate no. it. No, but yeah, I think but it's look. I think yeah, it's a really good thing. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be. It's got to be subjective or objective, hasn't it, to the company itself. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good thing that I think it's a good thing it's being spoken highlighted 100%. But is yeah. that also because also I suppose sobriety's become, you know, it's, it's huge, it's huge it's now. The younger yeah. generation do not but also it's become you don't, you know, and they it's don't actually want a great that. thing no. though, isn't they it? They don't want it, they don't, don't want to go out on Yeah, you don't have to get absolutely like obliterated every weekend to have fun. No, I mean, they don't want it, they don't want it. Good for them, yeah, for them. Boring, so glad we weren't young then. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. That was a good little word on the street. Uh, we're going to jump into our... Oh, God. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Are you with us? <laughs> In the room. Do you know what? The funny thing was... I was actually looking for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got some bavages. Yeah, I just thought I've already guzzled mine while I was saying it. I've got a gin and tonic. I've got a strawberry daiquiri. Yeah. Um, I've got a passion fruit martini and I've got a Pims. Ooh. Who wants what? what? I'm all right. I'll have a gin tea, please. Tasha won't have gin. What do you want? She's not good on the gym. What's the other one? Strawberry daiquiri. You might want to sit to it in the workplace, Tash. Tash, you'll be over here crying. I'm not promoting drinking at work, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) I know you've been talking about alcohol now. You've got a policy in place. We've got a policy. I'm going to write one tonight. Limitless. Manage your own shit. Oh, God. Imagine if we actually, when we actually do have our work parties. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we will have a policy. Drink as much as you can. can. She wants a policy. (laughs) She doesn't want any lawsuits on her hands. That's how how Lou will interview. What's your your alcohol tolerance? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
I was going to say something else. <laughs> um, okay, so this is our first episode back in this season, and we want to get to know a bit more about what you think of us. <laughs> it's so be nice. Uh, but yeah, we want to talk to you about yeah your journey and you supporting us. So the first question is, what were your initial thoughts when Louisa and I told you we were starting a business together? <laughs> Oh. Three years, three some over three years ago now. Is it? Well, we no. started the conversation. Three years in July. Yeah, oh. that's when we. That's At when we actually. Oh, that's, that's when we launched. That's okay. when we actually went and submitted our papers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> we were, you were at mine, weren't you? And we got it in the post. And I was like, Oh my god, we've got a company. Louis <laughs> <laughs> was like, What? <laughs> anyway, sorry. <sighs> what go on, Sam? <laughs> Like how she's gonna <laughs> erupt. Well, how honest? I, how, I, Be honest. Brutally honest. Brutally honest. Brutally honest. <laughs> I've known both of you for a very long time. Um, and Take a sip. I, yeah. <laughs> Brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. I had a, a bit of concern, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I think... Um, I'm a firm believer that opposites <coughs> attract, mm. um, and you're certainly opposites in the way that you operate. Yeah. So Louisa <laughs> is a very, very thorough person. <laughs> Takes quite a lot of time over things. Ology Day, <laughs> I guess, is a bit more impatient. Not saying he's not thorough. I'm very impatient. But he's very impatient. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when mm. they bounced the idea that they... I love the idea of CISU, and I was like, absolutely, definitely, a huge space for it. But then working together, I was a bit like, <laughs> is this gonna work? <laughs> and I was thinking, oh my God. <laughs> How long will this last? Oh no, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I hope it doesn't ruin their friendship. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of like my first thought, was like, are you gonna kind of like risk your friendship here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because... You know, it's quite a big thing doing this with anyone, let alone um, two really, really, really good friends. Mm. Um, and two friends with very different, not different views, because I do think, you, I think you've got very, very similar views. And I think this is why it, it works so well. And, you know, you bounce off each other massively. But yet yeah, different working methods and different styles. And I guess different, yeah. like Olajide and I, work really really similar we've worked together before in the past and we work like pretty much the same yeah. the same like i haven't worked with him for many years <laughs> but i could pretty much tell you if we sat down tomorrow to work together we would literally be it would it would just simultaneously flow yeah I'm not saying yeah. your i'm not <laughs> saying your workflow doesn't um Sometimes but, doesn't. <laughs> but that was yeah so that was my that was my brutally honest opinion on when you both decided yeah. to work together but look three years later and look how much you've achieved so it's we're, incredible we're still here yeah <laughs> by the yeah. skin of our teeth <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no you're doing so no, but it is true though you're absolutely right the methods of working is very different yeah like, and I think, I think that was like when you when you first told me I was like wow it's 100% okay. tested Ology Day's patience you're doing this <laughs> I think it's His tested patience both. has increased. I feel like it's tested both our patience. You've both I mean, got yeah, grey yeah. hairs. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> <Scare> complex. <laughs> yeah, because Ology Day keeps pointing them out to me. <laughs> Sorry, all the time. I was joking. I've Very got different methods. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, that I was my thoughts. I definitely feel like I, 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 I remember having a conversation with you, and you were asking me a couple of questions, and I was like, 
Mm, yes, maybe you haven't thought about the ins and outs of how it works. But you've got a really good idea. I was pretty concerned, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, my parents were as well. They were like, you should never start a business with your friends. You should never mix money and friendship together. <laughs> Do you remember my mum and dad used to tell that all the time when yeah. I was young, when I was yeah. giving money to Kate Bird? Genuinely, Bird. people. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Fucking giving, learn, learning her all sorts. Name, name, and, name and shame. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What were your thoughts? See, I didn't think about it along the friendship thing, how it would affect you. I just remember we'd been out somewhere, we were having drinks back at the flat. Oh, yeah, the flat. One of the arse parties. And I remember you telling me about it. And I'd not long started at a new company. And the new company was on the first and the second floor, had no lift or anything. And I remember thinking when I worked there, you can work here if you had a disability. You wouldn't mm. be able to get up to your office. And then literally that weekend, you told me your idea. And I remember being drunk, like, oh, that's incredible. It was something I felt was so clever that no one else, and I'm, obviously there are other companies doing it, but at the time I remember thinking, like you said, there's a gap in the market, no one is doing that. Like yeah. How clever to go in and teach people something that they probably think they know, but they don't. Yeah. Or, ju- you know, like the most basic things. So I'm pretty sure if someone went into that company and said, a wheelchair user would never get in here, they'd have probably got, oh, yeah. Like, but yeah, the t- you yeah. know, it's just, yeah. but yeah, I remember thinking it was a really clever, clever idea. Yay. I thought, <laughs> baby, it's a fire. <laughs> that was my, I thought, cool, this is fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I actually thought, you know, wow, because you are both people that have it kind of I suppose it come from a very personal, passionate mm. place. So I thought, actually, do you know what amazing that I think to start with I just thought, actually it's so incredible that you sat and had all these conversations and felt really passionate about something and you're actually doing something about it. Mm. Um and I guess to start with I just thought, Yeah, that's amazing, but how are you gonna turn it in from that kind of conversation into an actual business yeah Yeah. although yeah it's a phenomenal idea so that was probably my first kind of thoughts of i probably went straight business and thought yeah Mm -hmm. yeah how do you manage this yeah like what are the yeah like how are you gonna what's your data data? yeah like what's the date like what's the data here how you (laughs) what data are you gonna be looking at probably my first thought um yeah i mean i did think about you two when you're you know actually you're similar but you're very different yeah and I did think, well, that's where the fireworks come from. I thought, wow, you know, there's going to be so many times where you two are going to have different opinions or, mm. yeah, how you actually operate, how you do things. And like Sam said, actually, you two are far more similar in terms of probably your work ethic. Well, not ethic, but do you know what I mean? Like how you probably work day to day. To day. But I actually think, like, credit to you two, you've turned it into a business. Mm. And you've actually worked out Fully how registered. you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking done a tax return. We are registered. Because yeah. <laughs> actually, that's <laughs> almost not really where you wanted. He just sat yeah, someone. Like... <laughs> Stop it. That's so messy. <laughs> Alan Sugar. <laughs> oh, she's really got the business head on now. <laughs> Do you know what? I would actually quite like to see you in practice, though, because I think knowing what as a friendship group, what we're like when. Yeah. A debate starts or a conversation. Yeah. We're very shout over each other. Like, oh. listen to my point of view. At some points, I don't think any of us are listening to each Speak other. Speak yourself. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, like, I'd like to see when you first said what you were doing. I, 
I remember thinking, oh, I wonder if like someone disagreed with you in the in the whether you yeah, no, that's just <laughs> what I mean. like, oh yeah, actually, or whether like, the ghetto yeah. comes out. There's, there's been a couple of no, situations. I've told you that's <laughs> no, no questions. <laughs> no, I think you've made it really. Yeah, you've made it a business. You made it really professional. Yeah, and actually, it is a really, you know, it's such an important whole. You know, it's topic movement or whatever you want to call it. Whatever the correct term is. <laughs> Topic, topic, <laughs> movement, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, we are here for it at yeah. CC. <laughs> but, but that's the thing, though, isn't it? Like Very it is inclusive. Such, <laughs> I think fair play to both of you for even entering that world because most people, yeah. most businesses, most people, I would say, are quite scared of it still. Mm. Yeah. For fear of yeah, getting massively. it wrong. Yeah. 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 But, but you've actually finished. thrown yourself in and actually become. But I feel you like know, you got it. You did it. it at the right time. Yeah, like a lot yeah. of change was start. People were ready for it, and things were starting to happen. Yeah. I think people were ready to hear it. Yeah, we and ready to know at the more. Right yeah, time. completely. That was such a good year for us. We're drinking again. Uh, I'm drinking rum and Red Bull. Oh, that actually looks oh, quite what nice. Is that? That's nice. Strawberry daiquiri. Do love a strawberry daiquiri. Oh, I've got, I've yeah, got like, the, I've got a bit of the, you know. Oh, I kind of want to go out. Oh, wowzers! Um, anyway, <laughs> in terms what of your do like, amazing. <laughs> James, can she stay here for now? <laughs> in terms of like your understanding and stuff, the DNI space, like sort of, you know, back three years ago to now, like how would you say, or how do you feel like it's changed? Do you feel like you've, you've kind of learnt more about it you've progressed in it yourselves or as a business where you work or do you feel like we're still stuck in the same kind of moment that we were three years ago or it's open for interpretation I yeah I think that personally I think actually and I think people and personally I think it's come a long way mm. I think business has still got quite far to go because um, I think actually business is still very much about the there's a lot of tick box boxing going on so mm. people will mm. bring you guys in and they think that you have one consultation and one i don't know workshop and then you you kind of you've, you've ticked that box and then so yeah. i think business wise oh not all God businesses Haley, it's like you've been in our thoughts <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's but i do think that comes from a place of i think being really honest probably three years ago i probably thought it was about race solely mm. and actually it isn't, you know, for me, my probably eyes have been opened and there's, you know, it's so massive and there's so many different, you know, inclusion elements. and diversity. Yeah, elements to it. I think, I think, but I think in fair, fairness to companies and obviously we're in fashion and retail, I think there is, and especially bigger businesses, there's probably more concern around getting it wrong. Mm. So sometimes there's very much people kind of do that thing where, not rightly, but they put the blinkers up or they shut the shut just shut it out a bit because they're worried about getting it wrong and yeah. then being penalized and called out for it and yeah which is you know the a wrong statement out in social media is could be catastrophic or yeah you know, that. absolutely but i think yeah personally and probably thanks to you guys that you know we understand it more and feel a bit more empowered to be able to have an opinion and not well, actually, that's probably what I did think when you that's two first started, you the to gas us up. Started, started your business. I actually did think, oh, God, I'm going to be 
shit myself every time I talk to you in case you think <laughs> I'm wrong. But yeah. actually, I don't feel like that now because I yeah. feel like... I think a lot of people felt like that when we, yeah. when we said we were doing what we do. I mean, a lot of people still do feel like that. I mean, and now people fucking hold us accountable for everything we say. Yeah. I can't put a foot wrong. The tables have turned, honey. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say for all day because I think it has come a long way. I do think people are more aware of it and stuff, but I still think there's... A lot of people are making changes and they mm. are doing things that are right and maybe some of it is just ticking boxes but I think mm. people are too quick to jump and go well they're only doing that because of that rather than wow look what someone's done like mm. I don't think people are calling it out enough and appreciating enough that the changes are happening yeah yeah people are still looking for well, they've done that which is great but they could have done this better or they could I still feel yeah. like people are not it's like everyone's still, they're like still looking at the negative more. side yeah. Yeah. yeah they're always looking for the faults yeah Rather yep. than trying to stay positive and just be like, well, actually, you know what? They're doing something. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot more. There's a lot more than what a lot of people are doing. So let's give them the the, the, the praise for that and go, right, let's see what else they've got yeah. to yeah. come in the future. Instead and there's of, no end to it, right? So, like, no, there's going to be no end forever. to this. It's going to keep yeah. evolving. And yeah, yeah and I think that's the thing. Humans are always it's, changing, aren't they? Yeah. There's always a new something. Yeah, yeah so you're never going to get it I, completely right. I think right, from three wrong. years ago, like, my knowledge has definitely hugely increased. Um, mainly because of you guys, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but also through, you know, people in the workplace. Mm. Mm. There's been so many issues that have arisen over the last three years because people are feeling um, more empowered to speak about things. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, 10 years ago, when I first started work, if I, probably even longer, actually. I was gonna say. <laughs> Not that young. 10 years ago. <laughs> working I guess in the corporate world uh, like some of the things that people openly come and talk to me about now I would never have dreamt of saying that to my boss back Mm. then or I wouldn't have known where to turn to or I wouldn't have even a lot of the terms I wouldn't have even heard of to Google so I definitely think like my perspective has changed Um, in terms of like the business um, and changing people's perspectives in the business I think that happens organically from people kind of their needs and their wants. Mm. Um, I think something that I think is quite difficult for businesses is the monetary side of things and yeah. seeing the value. Mm. Um, I work in a sales, very much a sales, not in fashion. And it's very like, basically you sell, you make money, mm. you make commission and it's like really fast paced. And basically it's all around sales. So it's kind of like everything yeah. else in the business comes second nature and and I think it's kind of making people understand actually do you know what if we spent some money on it the gain that it's going to give back and I think that's a really difficult bit and I think yeah companies like yourself I don't know how (laughs) um but it would be amazing if you could do um sort of like not return of investment but like, but it is, kind but of it that. is, but yeah. it is, but like it, measurement but, of success. But then, how can you? But yeah. then, it's like, how do you measure it? You, yeah, yeah, it's very um, yeah. because yeah. I think you know you could do like an employee survey to see how happy they are, and is that because CC have come and come in and done this incredible workshop? But I also feel sometimes people are always going to say yes, tick the tick the yes boxes. Mm. Um, so I think that's one place where, you know, I'm a bit stuck with with it because it's like how can you take them to the next step without the budget 
but then yeah. how can you uh, uh, yeah so I feel like it's been it incredible the last three years but I do feel like for me personally and I guess from a business perspective it's a, at a bit of a standstill because yeah. I feel yeah. like a bit of a glass ceiling but I think that's what happens to a lot of businesses where they they, they, dip their to- they dip their they toes dip their in yeah. because they've got a bit of budget yeah. 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 and like, they, they want to tick the boxes and they have yeah. and that's great but then it's then it just then you'll kind of stop or it you're stops. a bit stuck or because they take the, they take the foot off the gas because something else has happened yeah there's, there's bigger things happening else. and, and, and you know and also that we're in the cost we're in the cosy livy cosy livy yeah especially now yeah yeah everything's gone it's a shame no but it's a shame that companies see um you know what Sisu's work is 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 kind of like it's a luxury yeah it's a luxury it's a luxury it's the first thing that gets cut it's the first thing that gets cut yeah it's a luxury and it's a shame because it shouldn't because it's the compliance amount, yeah. yeah it's yeah. compliance yeah. and it's people's well-being and it's you know the whole your your whole company is is your people yeah. yeah and how happy they are yeah of course if you don't have your people you don't have a company yeah so i just really would like there to be some sort of law or yeah. movement that says 100%. that as a business you have to be certified mm. and well, in the us yeah. in yeah, the yeah. us for instance yeah. there's a law where you have to after a certain amount of employees you have to your company has to provide sexual harassment training yeah really yeah mm. you yeah. have to yeah so you yeah. can't you can't own a business or run a business in the in the US. It has you have to have sexual wow. harassment That's training. Amazing. I mean, it's not really, in my opinion, that in depth. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's an online sort of online portal, module. Yeah. online module. But, but even then, that's still better. But never than nothing. Yeah, It's better than nothing. In a way, yeah. though, the economic crisis has probably put companies back. It has ten yeah, years of course. Oh, yeah, because they will drop. It goes back to actually, it's the you know, surviving. So yeah. it comes back to money. If companies are not making the money they need to, they just drop things like this, which yeah. should be the most important. Yeah, but look, again, yeah. I think it goes back to who's running the company, doesn't it? Like you say, yeah. are they seeing? Is it something they've got to do just because tick yeah. we've done that, or are they actually truly believing in themselves and they know it's going to make the company better? Well, mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It does it depend on an individual mm. sometimes. Yeah, because yeah. I think like. Yeah. The emails that go around places and like this week's mental ha- uh, mental yeah. health awareness week. Here's some donuts. Yeah, five. It's going to make me feel great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is that though, isn't it? No, it's yeah. like buy days, offer a bit of free fruit. <laughs> there's a yeah. day for everything, yeah. and there's a donut for everything. Yeah, and like, yeah. but no, offer free fruit, and then you've still we got clients. Boys having breakdowns. Yeah, boycott theme days. Yeah, I agree. Not just theme days though. Like you, people think, oh, if you offer a bit of you know free fruit, but then you've still got people crying in the toilets or having breakdowns. Yeah. That doesn't just tick the oh, well-being box. Fashion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have got a, there. <laughs> got a question for you. I'm going to go to Tasha Still there. first. Still there, yeah. Tasha first. Yeah. <clears throat> As a first-time mum, moving house and going back to work all at the same time, again working in the fashion industry in a deep, deeply uh, demanding role. What do you feel businesses could do to better rele- re- relieve the stress of parents and carers? who still need to contribute a full-time working salary in the new world that we live in? I... Wow. What a question. Yeah. Mm. I, I really struggled going back to work. Tell us after, all. Like, having, I never thought I would. I've been so career-driven. Everything was about my job. If I had to sit in the office mm. till midnight, it didn't bother me at all. That's who I was. Even when Chris used to be like, are you coming home? I'd be like, I'm working. Like, <laughs> yeah. it me. Going back after having a baby I didn't know my place I didn't know who I was I felt like I'd lost my identity like was I now mum was I a, bi- a really good buyer still mm. 
and they have all the policies of you can do this, you can't do things. But I feel like for me, there's still a taboo attached to being a, a mum and yeah. a, a parent going back to work. And I won't lie, I was very much one of those people that when someone got up at 5.30 to leave, I'd be like, I'm oh, leaving, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and I, was, you know, and I, really, I was a bitch. And, I think, and now I'm literally like 25 past five, getting the coat on, getting everything ready. So I'm out the door because I want to get home. And I think... The companies say that they're supporting you and stuff, but I feel like you need to actually talk to someone's individual mm. needs and what they, you know, for me, Equity. I live out in Hart Hertfordshire, yeah. have to get into London. Nancy's nursery doesn't open till 8 a.m., mm. so that automatically puts me behind. Whereas yeah. somebody might live in London, their nursery opens at 7, so they can still, so my hours might have to be a little bit different. And although yeah. they sort of say, you know, companies say this flexible working hours and stuff, you still have to make that up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm still yeah, making yeah. it up on an evening or a weekend or something like that. And I feel huge guilt, and it's stupid. If the nursery rings and they're like, she's sick, you've got to come and get her, I, I feel huge guilt of I've got to stop working and go and get her. Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. I'm letting my team down, which is, it, it's stupid. Your child's more important at the end of the day. And but I that's think also hard because it puts a lot of pressure still on you because then you still, like you said, you have to make that time up. Yeah. That yeah. You, you know. Or feel like you're being a bad mum. Yeah, and it yeah. is hard. But I think it is an unsettling. Like, I remember when I first went back and, like, getting phone calls of people and she was ill and, like, literally was cradling her in my arms and she's screaming. And someone's doing a video call with me. And I remember having to say, can you just give me five? Like, I'll go and put her to bed, give her some cow pot, put her to bed, then came back on and they're like, all right, and just carried on again. <laughs> You know, and you think, you know, you don't, what? they didn't have yeah. children. So yeah. I still think there's very much like a divide of you are a parent. And I'm not just talking mums, I'm talking dads, yeah. you know, dads, whatever parents yeah. there are. You're, I still think there's a divide of you're a parent or you're not a parent. Yeah. Yeah. You're sort of in one camp. And yeah. Yeah. that's where I think it needs to be a better understanding of that sort of thing. And what do you need to support you? Like, do you need to leave early? Do you need to, not obviously people taking the piss because there's always going to be people that do, but yeah. what do you need to make it easier for you? As to, an individual rather yeah. than a, a, a parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Everyone's, yeah. Situa everyone's different. Everyone's yeah. situations yeah. are different. Yeah, and yeah. it shouldn't just be a blanket approach. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. That's, and, that's, and that's what we talk, talk about equity, isn't it? It's like, yeah. actually, you should really understand that everyone comes from a different place yeah. mm. and actually tailored approach is so much better when you go well, actually let's understand what you need from us yeah mm. to be able to do what you need to do the way you need to do yeah. it and we 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 flex mm. that way yeah but I, I don't think a lot of businesses are quite at that point yet are they no and even things like you know like it's maternity leave it's suppose. like that's how much you get that's your time it and it's i think it's just not i don't think it's harder to do because even if you work in like a huge company and you have pockets of departments say and they're led by a senior leader and then you've got other leaders and you've got managers or whatever and those people have got teams so it's just about the filter of those teams working to what the suits top. them yeah so it doesn't have to be harder in any way shape or form it's just about kind of trying to run mini businesses within businesses mm. if you're on a large yeah. corporate scale yeah. and, and if you're in a small smaller company or like you know startup or whatever then well, same, same, really. Yeah, I think we're, we're in a smaller... I'm in a smaller organisation, and I definitely saw a transition of how our business changed pretty much overnight when both of my um, CEOs... Both of my CEOs have got children. They're actually both single parents as well. And actually, the transition from... Firstly, when they had children, it, the way that the company slightly changed... And then it changed again, actually, when they became single parents because mm. they realised 
how demanding it was. Yeah. Mm. And then a few more people in the business became parents. And I feel like, I feel so, I, I feel so supported, but I think I feel so so supported because they understand. And I think until mm. you're in, in, like you said, like people just, like prior to you having, oh yeah, I prior, was, prior to you having a baby, like you're like fucking thirty. Horrible. Why is people leaving? Sick again, so are they? <laughs> <laughs> you reap what you sow. I'll pick this bit of work up, shall <laughs> I? And I'm like, but Tasha, okay, going back to that that point of your life, then what would have helped you then understand what it was like yes. for parents and yeah. carers? But I think yeah, it is for me. Like, I'm that. sure I've read my notes. I've got it written on there. <laughs> 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 like, it is. They it's, made edu- notes, it's educating your team and yeah. it's not just having yeah. a chat with your manager like you say of like what can we do you can leave at half an hour earlier whatever it is you do even though like I had an agreement of what my role was when I was going back to work and then because it never officially got put into my contract they took it away mm. so my working hours what I thought I was doing then changed but I think it's having it's having a business education and yeah. mm. uh, uh, that everybody of like do you know what things do change when people have parents uh, yeah become parents or I think there's also from the other side of it is you know reading certain Instagram accounts and stuff we follow about the buying industry like people feel like when someone is doing a reduced working week or they are changing their hours that they just have to pick up the the flack and Mm. do the work and it's having a discussion of do you know we're all still a team we're in it together and I don't want you to pick up my work but I do need need to do this side of it so yeah I think for me yeah obviously I was younger then so it was different but I think if someone had spoken to me about it more and actually explained of this is what we're doing this is what time my child starts nursery this is blah blah, blah. you know until she, until she went it. to nursery yeah. I never realised the kids could open get a lot up the yeah. conversation between your parents yeah. and carers and, and your non-parents yeah. and non-carers yeah. Yeah. and let them ask each other questions yeah because yeah, I feel like as, as, conversation. As, as, a, as a man I, I would never have known anything about this stuff at work. When I was working in an office environment, I would, yeah. you know, people go on maternity, they'd come back, and I was a bit like you, Tash. I had people in my team that would leave work at three, and I'd be like, oh, good. yeah, you go, I'll stay yeah, here. Yeah. How, do you, how do you get the continue. balance, though? Like, but, how, like, is it, is it, I feel is like it fair? Like, is it fair that, say, I was to leave at three because my child was sick, which, which happens, you haven't got a child at home, you might have a headache or say your mum needed some help. Is it, would you then sit there and think that's not fair? I, like my mum needs help with anything. Mm. Why should Sam get, I'm always really, I'm always really, really conscious about other people in the office um, about who haven't got children. Or I'll be like, oh, that person's leaving early because they've got to go and pick up their kids from school. But, but then you're circums- feeling the guilt, aren't you? No, but it's, yeah, all, circum- yeah. it's all circumstantial. Like if, yes, it's circumstantial. I think if you work, in, in the, if you work for the right business, yeah. then if uh, so if I had a problem, I, which I, you know, my mum does need care assistance sometimes and I have to take her to hospital, I've always been able to go to my boss and say, I'm yeah. leaving mm-hmm. early, yeah, so yeah, I'm coming in later because I'm going to hospital. I think you have to, if you're going to have a flexible working environment for for parents, parents and you need to have that same thing for everyone, everyone. whether they're carers whether yeah. they're whatever yeah. their situation yeah. Yeah. you need to be Absolutely. able to say that actually it's a blanket approach if you come to us and say that as an individual you need this sort of as long as it's reasonable yeah then, and then you I kind of know that they're yeah. not yeah. Like and that's yeah. why, that's why at the end I think of the day intuition will thing. let you know if people yeah. are taking a piss out yeah. of you yeah. 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 yeah but you also shouldn't especially I suppose for parents you know I don't know because I'm not a parent but for parents that or you know 
that it shouldn't you shouldn't have to feel guilty yeah no. you know for actually but like you say the nursery calls they're not very well you feel guilty and then you feel guilty probably because you didn't leave quickly enough or you might have left it you, or you might have not left at all but i do feel like there's like a lack of like transparency with something yeah. like i do feel like there is a there's a gap where businesses could do with sharing a be a bit more transparent with what's been agreed and the fact that you know this person may have to go off because they have got a young child and they mm. might be mm. dependent. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's about being transparent yeah. with yeah. what different people's situations yeah. are to a certain extent, obviously, to what people feel comfortable with sharing. Yeah. But yeah. I do feel like sometimes some of this stuff happens in secret and yeah. it's all a bit hushed yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you can go off, don't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's it's unhealthy. Weird culture, that's yeah. I, yeah, I made a, weird a point culture. of, because when I came back from maternity leave, I got moved brands. So I was on one brand, got moved, I was at Warehouse, got moved to Coast. So I came back to a completely new team no one knew me mm. and I remember sitting my team down and saying okay I won't start till 9 30 in the morning because my child doesn't start nursery till eight it takes me a little long to get here I leave at half five on the dot because of this I don't take a lunch break to make up those hours and I remember explaining everything to yeah, them when the reasons yeah, yeah. I, I've got an agreement in my well, not in my contract, but I'm allowed to work from home this many days. Yeah. Because that's but what you're I've made agreed. to feel guilty about. But it I as wanted well. them all to know. Yeah. yeah. So that when it started happening, they knew where I was and what was going on. Like yeah. you say, rather than my yeah. managers just agreed it, but no one's ever told anybody. Yeah. 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 And then they're yeah, sitting yeah. there at half nine going, transfer in today. She came, yeah. Yeah. She came in at half nine. I did have this, it's, I mean, slightly kind of going a bit off piece, but I had a conversation with a guy this week at work about actually like mental health. And when you are having, a, you know, I know. Obviously, I've suffered quite deeply with mental health. So if I'm having a day where I, not so much nowadays, but back in the day, like if I'm having a day where I genuinely feel in such a bad place that getting out of bed is a real struggle. Yeah. And I'm going to work and I'm trying to present, but I'm not there. I'm not there upstairs and I'm, I genuinely feel like I'm going to burst into tears every 30 seconds or, mm. you know, like mm. want to bolt out the door. You should be able to go to your employer and say, mentally, I'm generally not okay. But actually, you know, it's a little bit like that. You, It's not really that you can't really I mean you can go to your employer and say it but people I feel like there's a judgment yeah and I feel like people would go yeah oh she's making it up this is a bit of a weird yeah. one to thing to yeah. say but I just feel like unfortunately there is there are businesses and people within those businesses that take the piss would take and the so piss yeah and so they're yeah. the opportunity for other people 100%. yeah um, and so it's not genuine businesses have become more like well They've had to be more uh, strict. Yeah, because yeah. actually... But, yeah. but again, until you're in the straps Because it happens. I mean, it's happened you in some understand. of the places I've worked. Yeah. People yeah. are just like... I'm having a mental health day yeah. today and I'm not feeling great mm. so I'm not coming in. It's like, mm. I've, I've done that every week. I fucking so blame yeah. Kim Kardashian for that. Oh, what, no, mental health? Anxiety. I'm having anxiety. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. I remember when, again, before I had my... Before I had Nancy, a girl was pregnant at work and she was constantly off with midwife appointments, and I was a bit like, mm, "Is what it is." Yeah. And then when I got pregnant, I was like, <laughs> "Is that you? Do not have that." All the time, and now I look back and think, "You were just taking the absolute piss." She, she was obviously she private. Yeah. So yeah. That, that she would left. Be this is another company, but she left a little while afterwards once because she just couldn't deal with like being mum. And I remember thinking, "Yeah, you're." 
now now I'm pregnant and I realise, like you say, you're almost ringing them going, do you need to see me? Like, <laughs> do I need to check up? And yeah. it's like, yeah. Oh, dear. Every week she was there. Right, so we move into our next true. question because otherwise true. we won't get through them all. I know. <laughs> oh, gosh, we can talk for bloody ages. I know, we well. could. Right. So this one is for Hayley. Hayley, you're up. During the pandemic, you took the opportunity of redundancy the same as I did. <laughs> it was an opportunity. I love this spin. Well, I mean, it is an opportunity well, for some it, people. It was, it was an opportunity to get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, yeah. Like, when I got offered redundancy, I got offered three different options, right? So there was a different opportunities I thought and opportunities is a nice way to, to look it's a positive way to look at it so for anyone who's being made redundant I didn't opportunity, opportunity <laughs> window no I think it's yeah yeah sorry go on yeah it was, an, um, it was an opportunity yeah me. so after but after a period of time off how did you find it getting back into the working world of commuter life and being in a high demanding role in such a fast-paced environment is there any advice you can impart to businesses out there requesting their employees back into full-time office life now mm. I'm just gonna say because you have now opened the door to mental health yeah 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 um having such a long period of time off work yeah. and then trying getting back into the fast-paced environment and as you have now mentioned that you you have suffered with your mental health in the past yeah, yeah. how did you find it and is yeah what yeah. advice i mean can i probably give? shouldn't say past actually because i think it's always something that i will suffer with it's something that i've actually done a lot of work yeah so it's never going to be something that actually yeah. and yeah <laughs> i mean i'm very open to the fact that i've you know had a therapist and she's been incredible and actually was talking to her the other day and has actually you know come to the realization that it's not about thinking i'm going to be fixed it's mm. about actually coming to a place where you work you know you work through stuff and come comfortable and be able to get through you know the challenges so sometimes when i work up when i might be low then i know how to kind of get through it but i think to, the, to that point yeah work in a very high paced environment i think what i probably did wrong and where i think companies could support is that to be a bit more realistic and think that just people need a bit more support. So just because you work in a high-paced mm. environment, you don't always have to feel like you have to be 100%. So, mm. like, mm. you know, support people and actually truly support people. So not everyone has to be the big bullish bruiser around the board table. <laughs> and actually people can be strong and powerful without having that mentality yeah i think also as well like the company i mean now actually is very good at talking about imposter syndrome but i think imposter syndrome was massive for me especially at work i think that's another thing that you know people coming in you've just interviewed you've got a job you're always a bit i always feel quite grateful that i've got a job mm. you know because it's quite tough and i think yeah you come off the back of that you've been in covid you've been in a bubble you go to work you know you're yeah you do feel you know feel grateful and then all of a sudden you get imposter syndrome and i think it's just that support yeah. and yeah just thinking well actually people do need constant support and it's not about you have to come to work and you have to achieve every day a hundred percent to be good at what you do yeah and yeah. i think people can have off days and people might need a bit more training in one area like i think what i do i've stretched myself always sometimes maybe too much out of my comfort zone but throughout my career I've kind of maneuvered myself in different places so I'm constantly learning which has probably put me into certain stressful situations but that's probably only really for my own self that's, I did it on purpose 
Um, but I think you come in, you go into a company, especially from being off all that time, you got made redundant, you're in COVID, you're in complete bubble, you go back to work, everything's changed. Yeah, everything. Everything. And you're in a new company. And mm. I just don't think there's enough recognition that, A, people <coughs> don't know everything nowadays, especially in every, every space that you're working, because digital is here and I work in digital, but in any any job, digital has made everything change, it's made everything faster, it's made yeah. people who have been doing careers for 30 years, suddenly there's elements they don't know because yeah. digital is now involved. So I think it's just for companies, don't just say when you walk through the door on the first day and they give you a pad and pen, actually really follow it through and mm. understand that people do need... And actually, it's the three months and it's the six months and it's the... Yeah, check-ins. Yeah, and just be honest. Like, are you feeling imposter syndrome? Are you... Don't pretend like... I mean, I've got a really incredible boss now and he will always say, don't you always... A, be more mouthy, which is really surprising that anyone would say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> really no, surprising. you say that. You're yeah. a very... But in you're work, very I'm very different. Work, you're really right. really yeah, she's a very different... Just like really different. I'm not mouthy enough, actually. No, you're actually. not. You're not... I always, yeah. I always laugh and say... Yeah, yeah, I'm not. But she's not. I am a wallflower. No, but I'm actually really true to myself in terms of, like, But you question yourself a lot more. I constantly question myself. Constantly, constantly question myself. It is almost like I'm going on a first date yeah. all the time. Mm. And then I'll probably have my kind of outburst. I actually think in my company now, it's probably more, you know, receptive to this kind of thing. But that's why I kind of want to do this mental health first aid, of course, because I think that you sit in offices and you look around. Like one of my directors the other day actually messaged me after a meeting, was like, have you got five? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you don't seem okay. And I was like, actually, that's really amazing that, really tuned into that but there's probably so many people sitting in offices and i think you know the industry the fashion industry is the worst for it like i say you put a bit of fruit out and someone talks about well-being but actually you're making people have breakdowns and people are literally losing the plot every day every day yeah. but it's almost like oh god it's just it's come on we're trying to go pay such a lack, a lack of understanding. understanding but every person will some point in their life some more than others will suffer at some capacity mental health so why is there not people within the organizations and it shouldn't just be one person the hr person mm. it should be everyone dotted around mm. that does a mental health first aid course that can say do you know what this guy on my team he don't seem yeah could be nothing he don't seem right to me like a mental yeah. health marshal do you think that um from having that time off um with your opportunity um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and be more self-aware that it means that when you've gone into a new role you're more holding the business more accountable and asking more quite the right questions in certain areas yeah i think i do actually i do and I, even now i really do ask the questions and i constantly even you know i work with all men now and obviously for a lot of the time and tasha and i work together quite a long time work with more women but I work with more men now and one of the guys I work with is very interested that I used to work with women now with men he's always asked me questions about it. but I'm very very big at always talking about mental health like I do now yeah but actually bringing it into the conversation because I'm trying to normalize it to yeah. say mm. yeah mm, it's okay if you're not having a great day or yeah. they, someone will say oh my god they were so thing in that meeting it's like but maybe there's something else going on yeah yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. but yeah, I do. I do think that I, I definitely do think that I've. That's the one thing that I've gone into all my new companies with now, 
he said i will go <laughs> in and i that's my you know in other areas of the work i probably am i might go to pieces but that is the one thing that that boundary and that standard i won't ever let that slip so i think if people are not treating me well i won't here, here. <laughs> what is this? You I need to support. If I can click, <laughs> this is the mini clap. Wow, is it? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Like clapping hurts your hands, so this is just like a nice in between. But that was worth the pain. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but should we go over to Sam? Yeah. Some loo. <laughs> As a people director for a global company in a heavily male-dominated world. Are there any tips or advice you could give to women in similar situations to navigate this space? And how do you ensure they have a seat at the table and considered for senior roles such as yours? I want to say just not even to have a seat at the table, but actually to have a voice. Because sometimes mm. you're given a seat and you're not even yeah. allowed to speak. Yeah. Um, Abby at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, I'd like to point out we've actually got a lot of females in our company now. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so really? yeah, cool. which is amazing. Good. Um, I work in a fintech recruitment agency. Um, so for <laughs> oh my God, not nice. Disgusting. What, what is, is it? It's strong, isn't it? That one. Passion fruit martini. Oh, Haley's tucking in. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, so. I guess um, for a long time, I was the only female in the company. Um, and like I said, 10 years ago, maybe 20. Um, <laughs> I You're I so in denial about I, your age. I guess I didn't, I guess I didn't really recognize my place for a very, very long time. And I didn't, I didn't, I guess maybe similar to Haley, a bit imposter syndrome. I didn't really have huge amount of direction or I undervalued myself. Um, quite a lot and I didn't realise not not through um, anyone I work with because they've actually always been my biggest cheerleaders championed you and mm. yeah and I think I'm so so lucky that they've always um, backed me pushed me um, it was me I had I had quite a lot of self self doubt um, so I'd say it's only been the recent years that I've really turned things around and I guess my main sort of bit of advice is just believing in yourself yeah mm, um, yeah and you don't necessarily always have to know everything. I mean, I don't know that much. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell knows everything? No. Uh, yeah. no why is it though? That what is get, what is fintech? I've been there for fucking everything. But once you get to a certain level of seniority, seniority, seniority people You're expect you to know everything. everything. Yeah. 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 You expect yeah. you to be some yeah. sort of fixing. fucking yeah. Yoda. I hate it. I bloody hate it. And I think, and I, I like think it. that's I just what scared me. About your area. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't even think you know. You no. can't know everything about your area, See, though. See, for me, the people that manage me... I know everything. Me, <laughs> the people that manage me, if I go to them with a question, I want them to be able to help me. Or even if they don't know, say, right, come on, let's look into stuff. Like, I... Yeah, let's yeah, do if it. You're, exactly, if yeah. you're supporting me, I expect that... You, but it's not that you know everything. You've gone through it. Like, I, I teach the people that I manage things because... I've been through it and I, yes. I'm telling them my experience. Mm. So it's not that I know everything, I'm just telling them experience. Yeah, yeah. no, and I completely, I what completely you agree. It? Yeah. I've experienced it all. <laughs> 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 
and, and, and young you know what, Tasha one thing, coming I've definitely been doing it more than 10 one years. One thing, I guess, in oh, my company, I, always, I love promoting people because I always think the best, in, like similar to you, I think the best managers, in yeah. my opinion, are the ones that have done every bit of the job. Yeah. Um, you know, our managing director was a researcher once and, you know, worked, worked his way up. Um, but yeah, I guess with my role as well, I had to carve my own role, mm. which um, sounds really good but in a way i've had zero direction and a lot of the time i got lost and then kind of it was actually pretty much when i had a baby which is a really weird thing for me because i thought oh uh, complete opposite to tash i was a bit like oh i i'm not bothered about work and i kind of was a bit like oh i'm gonna just be a full-time mom stay-at-home mom and it was the weirdest thing because as soon as my baby arrived i loved him I was like, get me back to work. <laughs> and then I panicked and I had this huge panic was like, have I got have I got a role to go back to? And is my role valid enough? And mm. you know, because I had studied, but was I had I studied enough to be where I was? Mm. And um yeah, so it was but then I kind of just switched on this hat and was like, Do you know what? You can do it, you believe in yourself, and now I go in to work nearly every well three days a week, yeah. uh, I set that rule. <laughs> and yeah, and I just genuinely believe in myself, even if I don't know what I'm doing sometimes, I massively wing it. Um, and I think it's also having appreciation for everyone around me. Um, mm. I'm sure there has been some times where people have thought, why is she doing this? Or haven't um, valid, valid my opinion. Um, I don't mind if people disagree with me. Um, I quite, and I think that's a good thing when people, you said it earlier, like a disagreement is a good thing. Um, I still get a bit scared sometimes to say my opinions, mm. especially when you're sitting in a room full of males, I guess, who have 30, 40 years experience and you're a bit like, well, actually, no, but nine times out of 10, I'm right. <laughs> 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 so I guess that gives me confidence. But yeah, I guess like the biggest bit of advice is believing in yourself. But also, in my opinion, a workforce is best 50-50. Yeah. Um, so I never look at myself and think... What do you mean by... I mean 50... You like, mean, so, you know, no, I, I never mean. look... Oh, oh, like, I think a lot of companies... For instance, we actually were trying to work with a company and they said that we couldn't work with them because we, weren't, we didn't have a female founder or leader mm. as such. And that was a bit like, how can you change? I think I had a chat with you about yeah. it. I was like... I get that if they were to turn around and said, we want to work with companies that are diverse or inclusive or, you know, include women in the workforce or yeah. that sort of thing. But how can you change your DNA? Like, yeah. how can you just change... It should be behavioural well, as well, shouldn't it? Because actually yeah, there's specific. no point having men or women if they behave in a that's certain a bias. way. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's yeah. that company's bias. But really also, it's, it's, um, you're just ticking a box, right? It's yeah. a Because really a woman company. could be the worst that's leader I, yeah, or a man yeah. and you because you've got a, a female yeah. leader, oh, you've ticked that box. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, well, there you go. That's probably why I'm in my role. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> believe in yourself, people, and but you yeah, can manifest the role and the life that you want. Exactly that. Oh, I love Believe that. in yourself. I've. You should call that this one. Believe in yourself. Sorry, I'm not taking over. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, right, we've got a couple of questions to fire at you. What has been your biggest eye opener through listening to the poddy? How much you two swear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, yeah, especially on a G-Day. 
Oh, no, I thought you said Louisa was the biggest swear. No, word. I said no you. We said swear. you were as far as it would be her. Well, Tash thought it was me. please vote. Who swears more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is, is that actually um, it's okay to have an opinion. Yeah, really? Yes. Yeah. I love that. Because of Louisa. Yeah, to start with, like I say, I was nervous probably to, especially even with you guys, but also just generally in this space. But now I think actually just have an opinion and because actually even if you're there's something that you've got wrong then you'll be educated about something else mm. yeah. yeah you literally just read my mind mm. i was literally just about to yeah i do feel that. Said. and i do feel confident now and i ask I questions and no when you were saying when you were saying about you were saying about your when you to get your hair done mm. and you were saying always you'd said it's not culturally <laughs> Let's not get into that today. No, sorry. <laughs> but I, I didn't understand why. So I and then, but instead of feeling bad about saying it, yeah. Then I thought, oh well, I asked a question. I was like, well, why is that? Why yeah. is that? Good. Yeah. All opinions are valid, whether they're positive or negative, because just as Haley said, every opinion is an opportunity for education. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you have to. I think I do believe that you can't be on that spectrum where you want to have an opinion but don't want to listen to. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, 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 not, yeah. that's not having an opinion. That's just being. Arrogant, yeah. Mm. That's like whoever shouts the loudest. I don't isn't know because yeah. there's some oppositional people that just feel... oh, oppositional for the sake of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my brother. He's got oh to argue for the sake of arguing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like you're not yeah. really listening. They don't even really understand their own opinion, mm. but they just say it because they want it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. So just going back to the question, reining it in. <laughs> um, I think um, something that I've learned, um, I guess, listening to your podcast is just, I love the word on the street. Tech, not saying that your all the other sections aren't great, but I love the word on the street aspect. James, <laughs> 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 a real chuckle there. <laughs> um, because it brings it back to like your everyday, like, mm. you know, all the things that are happening, yeah. you know, the things that you just read out or, you know, we were actually talking about the Met Gala earlier mm. and things like that. It's just like things that are happening around us 24 mm. seven and you will pinpoint one or two or three. Um, <laughs> and get carried away with it. And I guess it, you, you, you know, a whole episode on I love, yeah. I love, I, I honestly, maybe another guilty pleasure. I'll read the Daily Mail online. Mm -hmm. um, and when you Cut read, that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're reading it and you're skimming through it, you don't necessarily think, oh, wow, that's so wrong yeah. or that's so right. They're doing it wrong or right or that could be done so much better. And then when, when you two come in with your word in the street and I've been listening to it, I'm like, oh, my Never God, that's that. so true. Yeah. Or, it's about, different, it's about bringing different, different people's experiences and opinions onto a subject that you probably would never have unpacked. We just yourself. don't delve into mm. it. Because we're just so, we're, we're robots now. Yeah, we, you, we are, we are yeah. just robots. We wake up, we do or the Or maybe we thing. should increase the word on the street segment. Maybe you could have three pieces. He's loving oh, it. He does anyway. Yeah, usually five. I do love the word I on the street. I think because when we when we also discuss, I don't watch the news enough, so actually the word on the street gives me an opportunity to yeah, actually. Yeah, so we you should actually do word of the street out on the street. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like God, actually no. ask hey, people. Sorry. <laughs> when we just when we on G day, you weren't you weren't included in our chat. But when we when we discussed it briefly, the four of us, we we we'd come up with quite a few ideas of yeah. like of literally things that we'd seen in like the past three days and I hadn't seen some things that Tash had seen and it was just like a really oh, did we include them? It was really interesting. Oh, no, because you'd already spoken you'd about, already spoke about one of the, uh, the condoms yeah, yeah. one. Uh, you already spoken yeah. about that. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Can't wait to get a condom. Yeah. I'm really intrigued. Thank you, Rain. I'm intrigued. But I actually think, not that I want to go off topic again, but for me, that's a bit like if they're earning money out of it. Don't knock them. They're, they're, they're jumping. Now our are they? I don't know. <laughs> How are they? Yeah, I'm gonna be wearing my. <laughs> we'll wait. I take that back. Amy's <laughs> roasting them. <laughs> no, go on. No, I just thought. Well, is that you know when you go down that route of are it's a bit like the, the fashion are they industry be the same price? when you start making Ooh, money yeah. out of something <laughs> that is a really you know something you know inclusivity. It, I don't know, there's something there. It comes a bit there. gimmicky it it for me. It's a bit. Imagine oh. if they're more expensive. Do Different colour ones are more expensive. Well, I haven't bought a condom in a while, so I wouldn't know. No, I wouldn't either. Yes, <laughs> 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 yeah, I hope not. Sam's pregnant, by the way. I, um, <laughs> I, what are condoms? <laughs> I, I feel like they're 14 99 I think. What? I think they're 14 All condoms are expensive. But I think, I don't know how All much a condom goes for All sex stuff is expensive. Yeah. Anything to do with sex is expensive. But that know. was, that was my thing. It's literally yeah. one of the biggest. Just, you feel like something like that would be cheap. It's a money maker. Yeah. Well. It's one of the, it's a multi-billion, right, billion, billion pound industry. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You're just getting into the good Can we ask the last question? Sorry, I was just so, I'm so, I just get conscious of time. Oh no, the people, the, the CC site are here. They're here and they're queer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, no, this, this just this one question because I think it's a really good one. What advice would you give to anyone embarking on the DEI journey? Be, I think, be just be really open and I think honest and just, um, yeah, like don't, I think almost like try and not be too business about it. Mm. And just be quite organic, and I, yeah, I think just rather than it being tick box, actually, what you're bringing to the table is <clears> just, <throat> I suppose, it's making it a bit real, isn't it? And trying mm. to like come from that angle rather than being, I almost think actually it shouldn't be an extension of HR. Yeah. Do you know what mm. I love that that you said? Don't don't be too business because yeah, I think that when people go into the space, everyone expects you to be a bit of a stiff. Yeah, and can't say anything because yeah. it might be wrong. And actually, sorry, what makes up a business? Human beings. Mm. Yeah. Human beings yeah, make yeah. up a business. A business yeah. is not a separate entity. The business is people. So to be a person and to be human, there are emotions, there is personality, there's characteristics, there is, you know, emotion, emotional makeup, there's cognitive differences. There's literally so much stuff. But businesses... You go into a business and you go to a, a HR person or whatever, or a people leader or whatever, and they expect you to be a complete and utter stiff. Yeah. Whereas actually, it should oh, be just embedded <laughs> in the business. But there's lots it? of people that do. There's no, lots no, of no. businesses that do. No, a hundred, a hundred percent. And HR people can be a bit cold. Why is that? Sorry. It's not you, babe. I'm not your average. No. But they are very cold. So actually, when it comes, and the complete opposite. When it comes to you know, it's like well, you wouldn't probably go to someone. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bias. Yeah. That's what I think you forget. No offense, but I think that's what people forget. They're still employed by. You're sounding like Deborah Meadon. No, but I, you know, I've had dealings with them recently over things, and you think they're very. 
Well, there everyone thinks, well, you know, they're there for you. They're on your side. And it's like someone, no, someone, no, someone, no, no, someone no, no. said, oh, no, it's old business. It's the business. Yeah. It's the business. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think really, that's yeah. what people forget. And it's a really, and it's, and I think it's, and I think this, to your point, I, I totally agree. I think um, D&I should be completely separate. separate yeah. It's not about protecting it's, it's the business. Too many, it's no, too it's many not. hats. No. Like no, HR has yeah. to wear too many hats. And actually the hats don't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Marry up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like they, they, they actually contradict each other. Yeah. One minute you're trying to be there and be nice for someone. Mm. And the next minute, ultimately, yeah. You, yeah. You you're better. totally yeah. right though. I yeah. think... 99% of people in businesses probably don't trust HR, which yeah, is not well, what it should be. Say, it makes them come across as absolute fakery a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because people are becoming more wise to the operations of HR now yeah. and a bit more, you know, more wise to the structure of it, they are becoming less trusted. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this is why I hey, think no, being I feel like we're going to be HR. I'm feeling like, oh my God, we literally get employed yeah. by HR. But I also, <laughs> but I we also, are wasting <laughs> HR. No. But on the but flip I also side of that, think that it needs, to him. But I also, yeah, I was about to say, I also think, you know, companies and individuals like yourselves can help companies because I think HR is such, and, uh, and if you look at HR now, I mean, how I many... Stop saying HR. There's, <laughs> there's so many, I was just about to say, there's so many different... Human there's, resources. There's so, <laughs> there's so many different names for it now. And the reason there's so many different names for it is because they're trying to it's implement people with different hats. If you're looking at a huge, huge <laughs> HR's tarnished. Most of the time they're called the people team because it's more than HR. No, that's different. They, yeah, no, because yes. the people team is, is work, it works HR, training, recruitment. L&D. And that's L&D and it all sits under people yeah. rather than it being HR. Yeah. Oh, so, I feel like we've got two teams. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you've got a people team and a HR team? I think team. we have, yeah. Oh. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what people are trying to do, though, isn't it? Because the people would trying be more. To separa- yeah, HR is the more woody business, it. but ultimately it's probably. We've gone skew if. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Back to the question. Back to the question. <laughs> anyone else got any more t- any more advice for anyone embarking into DNI? I my advice would be be genuine. Yeah, that's why I think you two have done well because you're genuine and it is you're doing what you want to do. Uh, Genuine and appreciate genuinity as well. Yeah, appreciate. Full stop. (laughs) Mine would be. be, um, New sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Mine would be to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I myself find it quite hard to listen without talking. (laughs) Mm, Listen intently. Um, And then also be brave Mm. um, because you know it for a lot of people it is quite a daunting subject whatever you're talking about um a lot of people it doesn't come naturally Mm. um and a lot of people don't like conflict and i think a lot of the subjects might cause conflict um so it's just stepping out of your comfort zone and i guess being a bit brave probably why it was easy for us to go into this space also the positive although positive stories though because it causes causes conflict. Yeah, oh, yeah I, we love a bit of conflict. Yeah, you two love. Oh, yeah, I, I hate. I, I hate. Conflict. I love an argument. But also, I think <laughs> sometimes <laughs> my don't celebrate this in your life. When people say no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I think there's not enough of saying probably the positives that are happening versus because of obviously it's new and it's you. You know, that's what we try and do think, with the podcast. Yeah. Like with the word in the street, it's very hard sometimes because there is a lot of shit going on in the world. But he's trying to find. It's good to, to say, the yeah, they've done this right. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's why sometimes it's good to get the follow-ups as well. The yeah. Oh, you're liking the follow-ups. <laughs> but the I follow like the thing. Show the progress. Yeah. yeah but you also do the thing where you're like, we're not calling them out, we're calling them in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a nicer way of sort of. We're still going to talk about the issue of what they've 
whatever yeah. it is that somebody's done. Yeah. Yeah. Though, isn't yeah. it? But we're here Which to help. Which is what you guys yeah, do well. Here to help. Carla! <laughs> on the WhatsApp! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, right, let's jump into our quick fire questions. Are we ready? Pew, pew, pew. Oh, yeah! I feel like I need a buzzer. James! Is this your... I love the lights. <laughs> I feel like we're in that club. Is it light box? Remember they used to go across the sea? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's what yeah. They like. Right. Yes. So, first question. You are 100 years old. You have all the faculties. Where in the world would you want to be, Tasha? Oh. I... Do you know what, randomly, and I don't know why, the first thing that came to my head was Australia, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really wanted to, I've only been there twice. I don't know why that came to my head. Oh, wow. Okay. He wouldn't. Okay. I'd want to be on a beach somewhere, not working anymore, obviously, because I'm 100. Definitely not thinking about the fashion industry. <laughs> <laughs> and sitting there drinking porn star martinis. Nice. Oh, that would be me. Hayley? I actually think I'd be on... I think I would actually stay in the be in the UK and be like... On Brighton Beach or something, and just running oh, around, <laughs> running around half naked, drinking champagne. There's a nudist oh, beach in Brighton. Can we that. all go, please? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I hate being in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah, for I'm me, not, it doesn't. It would be. I don't think it'd be where I am. I would just think it would just be. I think I'd be talking to every young person I could find and say, "Don't fucking." Worry, yeah. Just do it. I mean, I'm Don't assuming at hundred, we're probably still be sitting together. <laughs> well, we're pretty. Yeah, we'll be together, together yeah, a couple somewhere. of decades. <laughs> I was going to say, but if she's bloody on the beach, you're going to be not yeah, far behind her. Yeah, yeah. Both what about you, beach. Sam? Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere hot. <laughs> Anywhere with wine. <laughs> She'll be in Portugal. Maybe a few olives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lovely. Next one. What is your go-to snack, Sam? Oh gosh. <laughs> McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> and that's not a snack. I'm actually not a big snacker. Oh, that's, that's... olives. Let's say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's I really feel like cool. crisps. More chocolate. Yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 they're really high in saturated fat. Oh, okay. They literally pack every day. No, they just don't have any nutrition. That's what it says on the fitness power. <laughs> I just say high that. High in sat fat. High in sat fat. Oh, because the chocolate. I think, yeah, probably salt and vinegar crisps. Oh, Ooh. same as maize. Yeah. Oh, Next yeah. question. <laughs> this is from my good friend, Brene. I spoke to her last week, Brene Brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are called Love. to be brave. What's the first thing you do, Hayley? I'm called to be brave. I think actually follow. I think it would hope no one from a work system to this. I think it actually would be f- to finally not work in probably the industry I'm working in and probably follow my heart a little bit, maybe, and probably do something in the mental health space. Although I don't really know what it is. but Oh, you mean brave as in to do something? Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's, it's open for interpretation. I thought you meant in be brave. You're like, right, I'm brave. Yeah, it's open for uh, well, yeah. Ricky yeah. last. Ricky, Ricky. Oh no, I'm not going to say. No, <laughs> I can't say that because that will give it all away. She just loves I can't to do dish, that. Dish. Oh, I think mine would be brave. You have got this list. I see this I all the time. I didn't really get the question. <laughs> I think mine would actually to be brave and think, stop, and actually really believe in my outside oh, beauty, <laughs> rather than always thinking I'm too fat or I've got a big nose or whatever it might be. 
Okay, like that, Tasha. Be brave, yeah. Um, well, if you're saying it in that sense, my thing to be brave is to get in my bikini and run down the high street because I don't care what anyone's thinking Sam? I don't really know. <laughs> it tells you people who get stumped by I don't, I'll tell you what yours could be. Let let this birth happen naturally. <laughs> oh, God, absolutely not. Don't force it. <laughs> No, Don't try and take control of it. Absolutely not. I want all the drugs and I want a plan C section and the baby will come out when I want it, not when it wants to come. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Next question. Who are you calling in, Tasha? Oh, can, oh, I don't know. I need to think about that. Okay, we'll come back to you. What do you mean calling in? I was about to say, I don't get the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, am I just sitting in the blonde in the air it's in some of your brains. topics. Next one. No, no, no. So like, if you're, you're basically you're calling instead of calling out, out and saying something. that they can do better, but we don't call people out, we call people in under our wing. Oh, who can I call in? Do you know, this is really bad because I've been listening to your podcast this week to catch up on, like, to think. All I can think about is people that you've talked about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all like, Gary Lineker, <laughs> the Dalai Lama. Anyone personal? In your lives, you want to call in? Or any businesses that you've seen? Business. Business. I'm Shit. calling in Chris this week. He's been a stroppy little shirt. <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Hayley? I'm having to live with him as well, so I'll call him as well. Sam? mate. Louisa? <laughs> <laughs> you can call Raffi in. There you go. Get <laughs> not sleeping. Oh, when you call him, oh, I assume you mean you call him What's your favourite restaurant? Last question. What's your favourite restaurant? We might need to rehash these questions. Oh no, the restaurant I just went to, which is um, yeah, a bit complex. Tattoo. Oh, really oh, good, guys. Yeah. Definitely oh. got to go. Yeah, yeah. There's, I went to the one in Edinburgh. And I just went to one in London. Fantastic. Oh, oh nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. you've, you've, you've mentioned that a couple of times mm. actually. Mine's yeah. Rocker. So if anyone wants oh, to take, you love a rocker. when everyone, yeah, 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 you love a rocker. if anyone wants to take me there, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, do I you, oh, I like Rocker. I love Rocker. Did you say the Le Bonk. Le Bonk. Le bonk. <laughs> I say Le Bonk, and you told me off the other day. It What's yours, silly. It does sound silly. Do you know yeah. what? I was trying to think of any of it where like, fancy I've been, but I can't think of anywhere. So. fancy. No, do you know what I actually Matt really McDonald's. enjoy? No, Prime. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Prime. I, like I, went there, I went there on Monday. And, yeah, so good. really enjoy Prime. Okay, well, that has been great. Oh. Um, I, I like the like, questions. I feel like that last bit wasn't. I like the questions. I feel like it's over. Yeah, but it's a difference between you liking them and them actually landing. But they la That's the thing. They have and landed. And that was my concern, everybody. Oh, here we go. Oh. Yeah. She's right. right. Ma let's get to Manny's of the week, please, people. What are we manifesting this week? Has everyone got their Manny's ready? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, should we start, Louisa? Do you want to start? My money this week is to get creative, get back into actually, like, physically being creative. So I have started something, a project for my mum, for my mum's birthday. But, well, that's a lie. I haven't started it. I bought all the bits. <laughs> I bought all the stuff and I just need to make it. So that's my money for this week is to get that complete and then continue that creative journey. When's your mum's birthday so we can hold you accountable? No, it, it was the 20th of April. Is this my next birthday? Next year. Maybe that's what I'm saying. I'm really late in starting it, so I need to get it done. <laughs> like a month late, nearly. But yeah. Right. Oh, cool. okay. Sam, what's your manifestation this week? Um, two, actually, I'm, I, I feel like I used to be really organised, <laughs> and now it's just to be more organised. The to-do list, I have like 
million, I, I use like different platforms to do my to-do list. I've got way too involved in technology. Mm. Share us some. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, I use all of them and I'm signed up to all of them. I just want a bit of oh, paper wow. in my to-do list so I can just tick. Just go oh, back don't to Don't get school. started, don't get started, please. Oh, I just have time. a notebook. I can send you a lovely journal. <laughs> oh. I haven't seen it come out yet, but I yeah. Just, <laughs> I, just, I just need a basic, a basic to-do list and to bloody complete it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Tasha? My, I'm... Mine is more something that I want to happen. So we're in the process of trying to buy a house <gasps> and we've house, had a bit yeah. of up and down with the whole mortgage this week. So I'm manifesting that it's all going to come through and it's going to be okay and we'll get the house. That that's is a mine. collective money as well. Yeah. 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 That's my thing. Um, I'm going to nail a midweek in the week gym routine because <laughs> now I'm getting really good at the weekend. But I'm going to, um, sorry, just joined a new gym, everyone, with uh, some mm. of my fellow She's besties in the crew. Into She's the in the DL yeah, yeah. world, and I'm absolutely loving it. into the fucking trap. I'm a member of Anytime Fitness. It's £36. You can go anytime, 24 hours a day, and then you can, you can get, <laughs> no, a, co- you can get a coffee from Villiers on your way out. <laughs> Listen, no. Uh, do you know it's what? I just say, you've really upped my... <coughs> oh. <laughs> I'm getting choked up. <laughs> I just want to say, she's crying <laughs> over the gym. <laughs> You've really upped my class games, thank you. Because I never yeah. did classes but before is, you started. Oh, see, strength in numbers, guys. Yeah. Strength in numbers. Right, my manifestation is to um, have a little patience this week with my parents because I'm going on holiday with them, which I haven't done <laughs> in <laughs> forever. Wow. Um, and it's going to be intense, but I'm going to have patience and I'm going to enjoy myself because actually yesterday when I was with them, I actually really enjoyed being out with them when I was like, oh, they're just really fun. And my dad was taking selfies with loads of random Was he? Oh, yeah. Love it. Which I was like, do you know what? There's some elements of fun with them. I just need to, like, not take everything they say to heart and, like, not get all, like, you know, I think you're going to have a blast. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to try and enjoy myself and just, with them yeah. this week. Yeah, I think with that mindset, I think now you put yourself in that mindset. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Really, yeah. That's, that's a really good one. And it'll, be, and it'll be really special. Yeah. 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 yeah I yeah. think yeah. enjoy it. Beautiful. That is it, kids. We are done. Oh. That is it. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. It's been amazing. We'll have to have you on again in three years' time. But well done. Oh, I thought we were regulars now. This is it. This is it. This is it. On the safe for the season of friends. New gang. No, but well, we done. well done. Let's celebrate you guys. On the safe with Cece and friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well done. You've done amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's just going to go from strength to strength. Thank Aww. you, gang. Yeah. Very proud of yourself. Thank you. Yeah, really proud. Well, click, click, click. We click. do the weird clicky clap. <laughs> stay brave. Stay curious. And stay honest. Stay honest.